Welcome back. This is Jeff Rye, an American conservative. In our last episode, we went over the pitfalls and advantages, disadvantages of our election system. Today I'd like to take a few moments and go after the Democrat contender for the office of president, Joe Biden. Now, Joe Biden has a distinguished political record. Some could contend that it's extremely long in nature. He started as a United States Senator in 1973, and he held on to that position up until 2009. And as you probably recall, in 2009 through 2017, he served as the Vice President to Barack Obama. Now during these 44 years of stellar political involvement, some of uh, Joe Biden's biggest accomplishments included getting China into a most favored nation trade status in the World Trade Organization. Now other than by China getting this status, they were able to uh, secure or I rather steal jobs from the American manufacturing sector. But as we also found out that while serving as vice president, he was pretty much put in charge of Chinese relations by uh, Barack Obama. Now we hear all this malarkey here the last three years about how Trump is uh, with Russia, Russia, Russia. But can you imagine, here we had Biden responsible for Chinese relations, and yet somehow his son managed to gain this tremendous sweetheart deal by investing over a billion dollars of Chinese money into a hedge fund. Now although Hunter Biden may not have technically received any monies for this advantageous contract, at least not as of yet, I believe the understanding would be that at the conclusion of this time period, whatever that might be, he'll receive commissions off of that. Well, his company that he's affiliated with will receive the commissions, which, by the way, is anticipated to be in the tens of millions of dollars. One could also warrant that during his years, his foreign affairs opinions and decisions were a disaster. Let me give you a couple examples. Number one, he voted against the 1991 Gulf War. And don't get this confused with the war against Saddam Hussein in general, because this, this is where it sort of all started back in 1991, when you had Saddam Hussein who went and he took back over Kuwait because he said it was a, a historic part of Iraq. It was during this coalition that was put together 
that nations from all over the world felt that Saddam Hussein had illegitimately taken this property back. And without any question, this was deemed at the time to be an international atrocity. Not too much longer after that is when Joe Biden went on the record that the Taliban over in Afghanistan was not truly our enemy. Should also be mentioned that he was opposed openly to the Bin Laden raid, which ultimately led to his capture. And of course, he favored NAFTA and the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Some year later, the defense minister that was under George W. Bush wrote, which was in 2014, that Biden was wrong on nearly every major foreign issue over the past four decades. I also find it interesting how this new liberal left, as well as the squad, can support this guy. I mean, realistically, through the years, Biden has lobbied for things like cuts to Social Security and welfare benefits. He said that abortions shouldn't be paid for by Medicaid dollars. I believe that was called the Hyde Amendment. He helped orchestrate the bailout to Wall Street about 12 years ago. And he continually seems to be flip-flopping on what he wants to do with the police force. He says he's against defunding the police, but he is for reallocating funds to other areas. Come on now, what does that mean? I mean, isn't that less money for the police? And if that's the case, isn't that truly defunding? I mean, if, if you're gonna defund it and you're for that, say it. But I happen to think that probably the biggest thing that we should be concentrating on truly has to be about the mental status or the apparent mental status of Biden. Now I know the Democrats have done a very good job at keeping Joe Biden in his basement, falling under uh, science and protection. But after all, he is supposedly running for the biggest job in the world, certainly the biggest job in the United States, which is that of president. And as a president, he unfortunately will not have the luxury of being hunkered down in a basement should he gain that office. Here's a small clip which kind of, I know you've all heard these clips, but here's one that I think kind of starts us off with his mental capacity and loss of memory. Because we cannot get re-elect, we cannot win this re-election. Excuse me, we can only re-elect Donald Trump. Now I know that we could spend all day finding clips about Joe Biden, but I picked out a couple of them, and here's here's another one just just for your listening pleasure. 
We hold these truths to be self-evident. Sounds corny. Not a joke. Think about it. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. Now how can it be that the liberal left has such a hatred for Donald Trump that they're willing to put someone like Biden in as the president? I mean, here's how his response was, frankly, on how a president should respond. We should be, we should be making those masks. We should be moving on those ventilators. We can do that. Why doesn't he just act like a president? That's a stupid way to say it. You know, guess, Donald Trump really was asked wishing... us. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, probably best I don't. Now, I'm sure that the only reason is because they know that they can control his presidency. I find it almost insulting, not necessarily to me, but to my liberal and Democrat friends, that, that the DNC thinks that the American public is so stupid that they're not going to be steered by the squad, by Pelosi, by Schumer, and by Bernie Sanders. Joe Biden is clearly not the Democrat over the last 44 years. Rather, he's the product of an animal that will do or say whatever needs to be done so that he can become president. By all rights, he is selling his soul to the devil. And what that means to us, should he be elected, is that we're destined to transition to a socialist economy that can only be secured with a Biden win. Now for those of us that are out there proud that we're a world leader, that we're that shining city on the hill, we might as well just forget about being that or continuing to be that world leader if Biden gets in. Rather, we're going to homogenize. We're going to homogenize with Europe, in fact, while China and Russia quickly establish not only economic, but military supremacy. Under the Obama presidency, this was called globalism. And under globalism, we all work together, one big happy family. We spread our wealth, we distribute this, we distribute that. But in reality, there's nobody to grab the ring and run with it. At least, not within the homogenized European and now United States country. Taking this further, can you imagine seeing CNN or MSNBC, because they'll be the only news agencies left. Can you imagine them filming Biden on the world stage with someone like Putin and, and having questions or opinions thrown his way and how he'll have to respond? Here's another clip which talks about Biden responding to tests. Please clarify specifically, have you taken a cognitive no, test? No, I haven't taken a test. Why the hell would I take a test? 
Come on, man. That's like saying you, before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think, huh? Now, as Ronald Reagan said in a speech back in 1967, he said, freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same. Or, one day we will spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it was once like in the United States where men were free. I truly fear the direction that the liberal left and the main street media are taking us. It's for this reason that I choose to be a patriotic warrior. I will do my best to educate for our patriotic freedoms. But I need every one of you to help do the same. We should not be afraid to express our opinions. We should not be afraid and, and cower down just because it might not be woke. We actually have a country that's worth fighting for and freedoms that we should stand up and continue and pass that legacy on to our children. That's what we're about. That's what I'm about. And I hope you will continue to join me on my podcast crusades. I am Jeff Fry, an American conservative. I'll be back next week with more to talk about. In the meantime, keep us, U.S., the United States, in mind. Thank you.